0: The James Suckling Podcast: Wine Ratings, Reports, Interviews, and More. Hey James, nice, nice to yeah. see you. So, what are you thinking now? How are you? What's your thoughts about uh, about nineteen now? After you've, you know, you've been tasting them in bottle, and what do you yeah. think?
1: well it's always interesting to taste back again uh, in battle and uh, to taste in mass because there was quite quite a lot of people that came to taste now in the past two months mm-hmm. um, i think it confirms what we what the, the 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 feeling that we had about the 19s uh during premier uh for us the 19 is you know the, the last um vintage in bordeaux that we can sum up Like in the old days, we can sum up almost in a word, you know, or in two words. Um, Because 18, 16, 2020, 2021, you can't sum up these vintages in two words. The season was so up and down and so complicated that for me, these are multi-vintages. 2019 is a very coherent vintage, clearly marked by um, dry conditions and by sun, That these for me are clearly the two markers of the vintage. Um, Almost no rain. You know, the the winter is mild, so not not a real winter in in our lexicon. Um, Spring is early, the soil kind of warms up quickly. So we have this early bud break, good indication for something quite promising already in spring clearly with, with a little bit of uh, uh, frost risk that we manage quite well. Nothing, nothing you know, to do with the frost risk that was in 2021. Um, and then I, I think the only uh, month that was not totally marked by uh, sun and, and dry conditions was May, funny enough. And except that pretty much the whole year was in this dry uh, and, and very sunny conditions. Um, there was some heat peaks, but I wouldn't say that's the main character of of, of the 19th season. And, what about um, the
0: rain in in July, the end of July? Those two days,
1: we, we got we got very little. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I don't have the numbers here, but you know, I, I think left bank got much more. Uh-huh. Um, it was quite localized. We had some rain, and it honestly, it was. It was the rain that broke the the second heat wave of July. We had one, yeah. one small heat wave in June and a second heat wave in July. Honestly, this rain was clearly welcome. It refreshed yeah. everything, you know, the vines were after this cycle of, of the second peak of, of, of a heat wave. Um, but I can't tell you, I think we're, we, we tend to exaggerate sometime here in Bordeaux and saying that rain that saved, no. Yeah, that's true.
0: A lot of people said that.
1: The water stress was already installed very early on, and that rain didn't change. It gave maybe a quick relief to the vines, but they came back immediately into water stress because directly always continued to be dry. September continued to be dry with a little rain here and there, but mostly dry. And for us, the first big rain was actually on the last day of harvest. We finished harvest the last boucher in, uh, in 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 Grand Village for for Grand Village and for Perriere. and that oh. was uh, October fourth, the same day that uh, Baptiste and Julie's uh, third daughter uh, came to came to life, joined us. So oh, it was cool. an Im- important day for us. And that night it started raining, and then the, the the winter that followed was extremely raining. But the whole season was really dry, dry, dry. And I think what you know. I don't like to use the term saved because I don't think there was nothing to save in 19. It yeah. was great. It was it an was extremely yeah. great vintage. But what made it that is that the vines uh, were under water stress from spring early on. Okay. And what happens there? They feel the stress early on. They limit the size of the canopy because they're, they're lacking the water and nutrition to develop a big canopy. And at the same time, they send roots. Uh, quite deep because they they, they want to go look for water. Um and they pretty much prepare themselves for for a tough season. So when when June and July and August arrive, the vines are already fit. They are they are slim, they are in shape and they're ready for this marathon that they have to run until until harvest. Which oh, is
0: interesting, I like that. Yeah.
1: And it's pretty much the opposite of what we've seen in, in 16, 18, 2020. 20. Those vines in those years, uh, they started you know in a very easy going uh, a yeah, lot of, ultra, of a lot of nutrition, they became yeah. quite obese. And when it was time to run the marathon from pretty much 18th or 20th of June when everything changed and became dry and, and sunny and sometimes hot, uh, we had to help them run the marathon. They were not fit athletes. they were not ready. so there was much more vinron accompanying the vines in these vintages. Nineteen, you you had to accompany the vines, but from a distance, you kind of let them do their thing yeah. because they were ready from from the get go. And, and well, that was a really run,
0: cool, yeah, description. Was was fifteen a little bit like that as well? Two thousand
1: fifteen. I think fifteen was a little a, a little bit like that, but maybe uh-huh. a, a, a less res, less less severe on the on the drought aspect. Yeah, you had a bit more right. water. A bit more rain. And we thought in the beginning, you know, we tasted 19s. Well, first real contact with the wines was after malolactic. And second real contact was after we finished the blends. So that was in the end of of January uh, 2020. We finished that. We blend very early our our red wines. Um, So we taste the wines. Our idea is that this is a solar vintage. This is a very, very, you know, clearly very marked solar vintage. So we imagined... Uh, creamy, uh, you know fluffy with a lot of layers, um, something that, that resembled maybe a 15 or maybe yeah. uh, 2009. In the first tastings, there were a bit of a few elements of that style of, of this creamy, fluffy, but the more the wine spent time in barrels and the more we tasted them and clearly uh, into premier tastings where we tasted them on and on you know every day, the wines, started to get much more centered, much more focused on, on the middle instead of the, of you know, of, of the surrounding. And they were really becoming much more straight, linear, much more serious, I think. Yeah. And I, I you know, I tend to put these recent vintages on, on this axis between 15, which is the most solar and 16, yeah. which might be the more uh, fresh centered, uh, refined. And, we thought that 19 is going to be on the 15 side, but slowly it migrated. And I, I kind of find them today halfway between they have yeah. the, the, the power and the deepness of a 15, but I think they have the center and the precision and the mineral aspect of a 16, uh, at least from our side of things, you know, from our wines. So we have something quite that's cool. A, yeah.
0: That's a good way to describe it because, uh, well, particularly for Palmerol. uh, you really do get this beautiful uh, ripeness and beauty, but at the same time, it's not as opulent as 18. So you get that or 15, but then there's this like linear, the tannins spread across the palate and there's, there's real freshness and lots real of freshness. blue fruits. So yes. that's what I find interesting. It's, it's pretty unique. And I, uh, and I, it's a style that I like because it still has that. You can still you drink it or you taste it. Well, like I said, you, you want to drink it. Like they're very delicious. Exactly. Already.
1: Yeah. I know. I know, know the. I know that you 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 love the 18s. I remember what we've discussed yeah. and what you wrote. Um, I love the 18s, but for me the 18s, the first approach, the first tastings, were highly confusing. Because 18s, they come from a season that went, you know, up and down, up and down, yeah, crazy. Um, a, a few days of rain, then a few days of heat, then a few days of drought. And it's a multi-vintage and the wines needed much more time to get into something more coherent. And I think the greater wines of 18s are still working on it because they have so much things to, to put together. Yeah. So 19s, being very deep and very, very, uh, a lot of substance and, you know, you have everything you need. But from the get-go, they are very coherent and very linear. They give you the story almost from the beginning. So that's for me a big difference. I had much easier time tasting the 19s on Premier comparing to the 18s on Premier.
0: Yeah, and, and I see it that. doesn't
1: mean that the 18s are are better or lesser than the 19s. I think it's just two different type of seasons that create two different styles of wine.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. That's a you just basically described it all really well and, and that's what i found in my tasting so um maybe i have a slight preference for 19 because they are more approachable now but i don't yeah. even know if my ratings are going to show that but that's just my impression as a wine lover
1: but you know we, we're having good problems today we live in a succession of of amazing vintages in bordeaux it's um, crazy, And, and, I, and I'm going to give you, I'm going to say something that I don't know if anybody else said so far. I hope uh, we have some amazing 2021s and people people, are saying, oh, finally, again, a vintage that it's uh, going to, yeah. you know, uh, be difficult for Bordeaux. Uh, honestly, it was a very challenging vintage, but, you know, uh, all the recent vintages were challenging and still great. 18 and 2020 were very very difficult in the vineyard and i think bordeaux managed to make great wines so 2021 maybe was a bit more challenging but i think in bordeaux we have all the tools today uh, and and we are prepared this past vintages prepared us for these challenging uh, vintages and i think 2021 we're going to get something um with with the alcohol level of 15 years ago but with the phenolic uh, and 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 aromatic uh, ripeness and complexity of these of these past vintages, recent vintages. So I think it's we, we can have some beautiful examples of twenty twenty ones in Bordeaux.
0: i'm not, uh, But I'm not surprised you guys can do it because Lafleur has a history for making fantastic wines in more typical vintages. So yeah, um we you know we like we like,
1: we like those we like those tough cookies. Yeah, that yeah. really
0: shows. The great, you know, the, the amazing terroir you have.
1: Indeed. Indeed.
0: And and I think the work, because I think if you don't work, you know, but, but this,
1: Batis you know, says about 2021, it's not a vintage of concepts. You know, you don't come to 2021 and say, I want to do an elegant wine. I want to do a powerful wine. I want to do a, a natural wine, whatever. It's a work vintage. You work, you work. Yeah. If you work hard, you're going to make a great 2021, but you have to work. You have to be in the vineyard all the time.
0: So I can imagine, I think that's uh, that's pretty clear for us. Amazing. Well, let's. Do you want to try the uh, the uh, Grand Ville, Grand Village first? Um,
1: Grand Village. I'll give I'll give maybe just a few words about each wine sure. because we don't need to get you know too deep into things. Um, Grand Village red used to be. The nice, good value for money from the Guinodot family, from La Fleur. So there was a lot of distance from saying Grand Village until you say La Fleur. Today, clearly for us, it's the village of La Fleur. Um, And it's done by the same team with the same winemaking, same viticulture, uh, and even the vine genetics. We're using more and more of the old muscle selection from La Fleur that we transplant into the vineyard of Grand Village. Um, It's becoming a wine that is shooting above its, uh, clearly above its price.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, it's still our only red that is uh, dominated by Merlot because it has about 80% Merlot, uh, but it has 20% Boucher, which is this old genetic of Cap Franc that is very rare yeah. that we we import from La Fleur to Grand Village. And, and I think you can notice that because you get this 2019 Merlot, which could be... Quite, quite creamy and quite charming. But then you get this really defined center, especially towards the end of the palette. And you get something quite saline, quite iodine. And you will see that with all of our wines, but you already get that in Grand Village. Let's try the um, La Fleur. For me, La Fleur is pretty much taking uh, the volume and the, the, this this caressing spherical aspect from, from Le Pensee, taking this very defined center and a sure. very long and mineral center from Le Perrier, putting them together and then amplifying the intensity of everything. It's, it's it just it's just more intense, more complex. Um, and at the same time, because of that, I think it's the most difficult to understand when tasting very young. Um, I get much of an easier reading when I taste Le Pensée. When I move to La Fleur, I always need five ten minutes and and taste again and again and again until I'm starting to to understand what what I'm you know what I'm facing here um 19 is clearly one of the greatest that we've ever done uh i think i think we have this crazy crazy um we said two years ago we said a trilogy now it's more than a trilogy we have 15 16 yeah. 17, 17 18 19 and 20 uh, is not it, crazy it's a, it's crazy. It's crazy. Um, and, you know, I, I don't know, we need to be- get a bit back to earth, but yeah. uh, these are just amazing. And uh, I can just imagine doing, doing a vertical of this in 20 years from today. Yeah, I think La Flair 19 just embodies all of that. And clearly when we taste it now, I think wow. we actually see about not, not more than 15% of the real potential of this La Flair. It shows you very little in the beginning.
0: It keeps, you know, it keeps it secret to itself. But it's it's one of the first times I've got a lot of iodine in the nose, like um, old La Mission Obrons with the with the stones. And do you know what I'm saying?
1: You 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 have this iodine in in, I would say in you have it in 16, you have it in 18, but you don't see that well early on because yeah, you really really see it more time. Yeah. To get it, to get into harmony and to and to be more um uh open and, and showy. show 19 as we talked in the beginning it's it's a much more of a coherent linear vintage yeah. the vines were, you know they, they knew from the beginning to the end of the season uh what's the score and 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 I think it's easier to, to get many of the aspects of the wine in 19 that we need maybe 5 or 10 years in in an 18 or in a 16 until we get those yeah yeah so it's all, but still i think that you know tasting now the 19 la fleur is like going to a concert and and you know seeing the first 5 minutes of a great concert and then being thrown outside we get only a, a first preview of, of and we know what's going to come but we don't we don't get it all now um, no it's it's great the, the benefit of having a vintage that is fully, perfectly ripe on, on the fruit, on the aromatics, on the tannins, but in in no way goes into that trap of being too big, too heavy, too creamy. No. Keeps very serious core, very elegant, very long, very mineral, as you said. I think for us, this is, you know, that's what we want. That you know, give it to me again and again, That's that's uh, that's what makes us happy
0: like you said it really is so open but you but also you can feel uh the depth and structure to it yeah it's really fantastic
1: yeah that's that's the magic of of this vintage with these gravel soils of La Fleur and with a good balance between boucher and merlot. you know merlot can give you this this open Openness and dimensions and, and volume on the palate and then the Boucher just kicks in and puts everything back into the center and give you this length and this this salinity, iodine, this mineral uh, aspect.
0: Uh,
1: yeah. And I think, yeah, 19 just, you know, fixed that very well into the wine. That 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 that's what that's... you know. We were we were a bit surprised because we thought it's gonna be a bit more like fifteen and two thousand and, and nine, a bit more showy on the on the yeah. creamy, uh, on the creamy open side or of. or or two thousand eighteen even, but
0: yeah, two thousand nineteen.
1: Yeah, and and in the end, it's much more, much 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 more uh, centered. So you know, this is this is what we love. Too
0: wonderful and that's just uh, the classic um blend then of frank and merlot yeah
1: every year we we're, we're around the 50 50 yeah you know, exactly blend. Um, some years there will be three percent more of boucher some years there will be four percent more of, of merlot it's pretty much it will pretty much copy the vineyard the vineyard is planted so in the end it only depends if the merlot had uh, smaller berries that year comparing to boucher so maybe boucher will will get a a few more percentage in the blend because it has bigger berries but in most years it's the opposite boucher you know has smaller berries but we have a bit more of boucher in the vineyard so it really depends on the year but we're always flirting around the 50 50 blend we really like this this wedding of, of half merlot half boucher
0: Okay, listen. I have to go because I have a five o'clock meeting. But um, thank you so much for the tasting, and that Lafleur is really phenomenal. It's, uh, and I don't remember one having that, the you know so early on that sort of open character of stones and iod iodine, and, and at the same time you get that, and then it just takes you down with incredible structures. So you know it's it's crazy. Every year you're just making just incredible wine so um you know thanks again and best to baptiste and the whole family there they're just thank you guys me. are like the best so
1: thank you thank you james and i hope to see you soon here yeah, we need this to- summer
0: go- Yeah, we need to okay, go to me, merci. cheers bye-bye <laughs>